We talk a lot about service and culture on this podcast, and that's important to the guest experience in providing great hospitality. But so is the physical environment you provide hospitality from. To help us understand what it's like to create these, we're learning today from Denise Dupre, the founder and managing partner of Champagne Hospitality, a developer of boutique luxury hotels across France and the Caribbean. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. One of the reasons I was excited to talk with you is as a developer, you have an opportunity to frame this up in so many ways that many people don't. And you know, at this conference, there's the CEO of Deutsche Hospitality saying, okay, there's a lot of demand now, a lot of money moving into the industry. This is a time for us to reinvest into building products, investing in product that is going to give a durable advantage to us as business leaders, but also for uh, provide ongoing value and benefit to our guests. And development fascinates me because to some extent you have the sort of blank slate where you can create these things. So long-winded way of saying it, but I'm kind of curious how you think about new development where there is that blank canvas and you can create some of these new experiences. You know, What are you most excited about in new development as you, you think about opportunities and things like that for your business? Yeah, I can answer that question in one word and that's sustainability. We are quite serious about taking care of our teams, care of our guests, but also about taking care of the planet. And I think even in luxury hospitality, our guests are going to care about that too. So as we are looking at our new builds, we are looking literally across the world at the best expertise for how do we build in the most sustainable way, not only in the actual building part of it, but what sets us up to operate in the most energy efficient way, what sets us up to have our guests actually help us be part of this solution in a really seamless way. So it still has to be luxurious. It still has to be authentic, but we don't have to spend a lot of energy, forgive the pun, in executing that right like how so how do we think about as part of our product of the future in new builds in operations and even in renovations so some of the things that we're doing in any kind of upgrade to the hotels is we stop and say okay how do we have this be friendlier to the planet and whether that's zero food waste cooking which we're doing in our hotels whether that's a very biodynamic approach to all of our vineyards and harvesting, whether that is thinking about how we use solar power, where we have a lot of sun, whether that is in our beach properties, thinking about desalinization at the highest quality level and water processing that is the friendliest in and in an island water and energy power is is really scarce and valuable. And how do we think about that for the long term? Because that for us, I think, is one of the places where luxury is going to need to go for people to feel really good about it. And I think the challenge is to simultaneously have it be a brilliant, authentic, luxurious experience, and at the same time, 
be modern and a very simple example. We're, we're working on a project right now where um, electricity is really expensive, where air conditioning is perhaps the biggest expense. So we sort of said, look, for hundreds of years, people were really innovative about thinking about cross breeze and how you open and close windows. So how do we go back centuries to that extraordinary cross breeze idea where you can open and close windows and we're going to by the way, be a little nicer to our guests who have mosquito screen. So a bug-free environment. We're not going to go quite back centuries. And actually give our guests the opportunity to say, I'm not going to use my air conditioning. And in our current marketing, we're thinking about differential pricing. And by the way, we don't want you to be uncomfortable, but most people would say if it's 78 degrees and there's a beautiful cross breeze, they'd almost prefer fresh air. So how do I make it super easy in an operational sense for my guests to opt into that, opt out if it's humid and they're uncomfortable, we're good with that. It's a luxurious day. But how do I get it to be in a place where my guests win, we win, the planet wins, and we don't have to use the air conditioning because it's 78 degrees and there's a beautiful cross breeze? Sounds simple. But across every key in the room and thinking about the orientation of the wind and when it works and the right materials on the inside that hold cold, like it's pretty sophisticated, even if it seems simple. So that's one example. Well, I appreciate that because I think sometimes people don't give developers enough credit. There is so much that goes into designing these properties and, and building them that have decades and decades of implications on all the people that work there, all the people that visit. It's a really, really important role. And I'm kind of new to that space, but I was going to ask you if there's some breakthrough in technology or building materials that you're tracking. What I'm hearing from you though is, maybe there is, but I'm hearing from you, whether it's cutting down on food waste, that's a process, right? Whether it is design and you're almost looking back to see how do we get creative here? And maybe there's a technological breakthrough that you're excited about, but it sounds like it's it, it's everything, right? You're holistically thinking about this. Yeah, it's both. Like how, how do I use local materials? Those don't require any carbon to move if they're mm -hmm. on here. And that can typically be stone or wood or whatever's available locally. How do I think about climate implications for it? But you're absolutely right. Like there is a layer of modern advancement that we ought to take advantage of too. I mean, they didn't have solar panels hundreds of years ago. We have a lot of sun. We can put those in. We can layer that on top of the fact that we're doing everything we can to have the materials inside be stone that stay cooler. Do it all, if you will. LED lights is pretty standard fare at this point. They use less energy. They don't give off heat. They last longer. They're operationally better. You don't have to change them as much. Simple example. But if you do that across an entire property, motion activation. If no one is actually using a space, why should we light it? But let's not make it hard for, pe for people to save the energy. Like my goal is how do we make this so easy? How do you make it so easy for people to be on the team, if you will? Yeah, that's where you get adoption, right? Great hospitality providers know that every touchpoint matters a lot, so they spend a lot of time making sure that each interaction better serves their guests and makes life easier for their teams. 
If you'd like to operate this way, I suggest you check out Sojourn. They've built a reputation as the market leader in helping hotels and resorts earn direct bookings through digital advertising over the years. And more recently, they've expanded into offering a complete suite of guest experience solutions, including an AI smart concierge, reputation manager, and guest marketing suite. I've been working with Sojourn for years now, and everything from the way their technology is built to the talented experts they have on staff makes it no surprise that when I talk with people about technology, Sojourn comes up again and again. Hospitality providers love them. If you'd like to learn more about how Sojourn can help you better engage your guests and drive more profitable direct bookings, visit Sojourn.com. That's S-O-J-E-R-N.com. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 